Welcome back to The Unscrewed Mind. I'm Matt Williams. Today, we're bringing episode 69 to you, and it is all about whether to ignore or not to ignore your reality. The only issue is we don't get into that till around the 16-minute mark. So if that's what you're here for, go straight to that. Otherwise, you're going to hear Rusty and I talk a little bit about the uh, YouTube video that we put together, which is about manifesting your current reality. Is it you that's manifesting it, or is it someone else that's manifesting it? And then uh, towards the end, we touch a little bit on the law of assumption and how um, it's necessary to put yourself in the feeling of the life that you want and watch that life come to you. So that's what we get into. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Man, oh man, we just did another YouTube video. This one was on who's manifesting your reality. And the big question that we were talking about is, are you creating your own reality? As my text message goes off, thank you, Rusty. Or is someone else creating reality for you? Someone else manifesting that reality for you? And you asked some really good questions, Rusty. I want to answer them. The first question you asked was, are you controlled by something you learned from your parents? Um, I would also include teachers, um, maybe pastors, uh, priests, anyone of, of influence in your life. Are you, is what you're manifesting being controlled by limiting beliefs that they set on you? I, I think that one's absolutely true for 99 to 100% of the people. I know from talking to you that you're in the process of raising Blake to not have those um, those limiting beliefs. But I was trying to think of one that I have uh, in my life, and it's um, it's definitely that you don't get anything without working for it. Or, um, you know, do you think I'm made of money would be another one when I when I wanted like a $10 Transformers doll or uh, <laughs> I don't know if you would call it a doll, but um, like GI Joe guys, that sort of thing. It's like, but it's only nine ninety nine, and mm-hmm. you know, I can just remember my dad or my mom being like, "Well, you know, money doesn't grow on trees," type thing. So I, I think every family has that sort of dynamic or that, um, that sort of structure. Um, I wonder, I wonder what maybe one for you would have been growing up the way you did. Ooh, um... I had to look over to make sure that you hadn't died man that is uh one of the first times i've been speechless um <laughs> gotcha oh we can edit all this dead space out or i can leave it for effect yeah so i don't think i'm gonna be able to come up with an answer to that i'm serious with you wow. i can't i can't so either one of two things have happened here is I can't think of one specifically uh-huh. or I've erased it. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Okay. Because the thing is, is I've really combed my life, looked back at how I thought and felt at so many points during my life. And so, and I've, you know, I've looked back and I look back with gratitude for good and bad times now. And so 
I really don't focus on a limiting belief from the past anymore. I mean, I'm just being completely honest with you. You've and pruned it all. You've pruned it all out. Yeah, I mean, I I really have. And there's, you know, anything that um, was limiting or uh, holding me back, or I felt like I've really worked on that over the last few few years, and I can't really think of an instance where I was told. I mean, let me, yeah, let me just think from my teacher standpoint and stuff. I remember that one teacher that told you that hot water cleans better than cold water. That's exactly what I thought of. That's exactly (laughs) what I thought of. It's so funny. Uh, That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I don't even know why it matters, but it did that day. It mattered. It also mattered that you saw that you saw that person later on in life. Yeah, yeah. Like, still, still remembered just it. Holding on to it, just holding on to it. Uh huh. Oh, life yeah. is so much better without that. the The other question that we talked about, or that you asked, is uh, is the media, uh, websites, TV shows, something other than you influ- influencing your opinion, and then that opinion is affecting uh, your reality. And then I even wrote wrote down that. Um, you know, influence, influencers are a part of that, whether it's on Instagram or Twitter or, um, you know, any uh, YouTube, for instance, you know, and any place where um, you're kind of receiving outside information and it, it has the ability to affect or impress itself upon you. And um, all of it is spinning a narrative. You talk right. about how you um, you kind of, started watching one type of video on YouTube and then your feed was filled based on the algorithm with all kinds of other videos that kind of took it to a place where you weren't ready for. And I wonder if stuff like that is by design. But for me, I would definitely say that um, I've, I had fallen victim to that at one point. And it was three years ago that I, you know, I started meditating and I, I really paid attention to um, what I was watching, what I was listening to. And now that I try to go back to that, whether it's a popular Netflix show or whether it's, um, you know, a popular influencer, if they're not speaking the language or if they're not at the vibration that I'm at right now, I just, I can't deal. I can't deal with it. I can't mm-hmm. sit through it. Um, I tried watching an NBA game the other night and the the game was fine but the commercials in between the games like it was just too much and like even if i wasn't paying attention to it just having it on in the background i could i can feel it trying to weasel its way into mm-hmm. into my life and i I'm, I'm not letting it happen anymore um so i i think that's a really great question to to ask is 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 something other than you manifesting your reality based on what you're watching or listening to yeah And, you know, it's the thing is, is if you were creating your own reality, which we are, but I'm saying if you were and you're not currently in the mindset of that, we do create our own reality in which if you really think about it, this is a biased opinion in itself, because I truly believe that we each do. Mm -hmm. And I would rather have that opinion than any opposing opinion to that. Right. Right. So, so the thing is, is when you're consuming stuff, it you are 
the product of that information that you're consuming. There's no other way to look at it. And so would that, would that programming or would that show or would that, uh, you know, what your parents said, would you imagine it that way if you could imagine it any way that you want? And what you are imagining, does it have conflicting sides for two groups or three groups or five groups? Or does it have a unifying thought process for everyone? Um, and so that's the way that I look at it. And that's why I've completely removed myself from media. I've completely removed myself from pretty much all forms of uh, social media. Yeah. Um, I've never been a social media person. Um, I was against it from the very beginning. And, you know, I can connect to the people that I want to connect with um, through phone calls, text messages, all that kind of thing. And I'm connecting with my audience on YouTube, on the podcast, um, mainly today through, you know, only YouTube and only through comments on YouTube and on through the podcast, different uh, applications there. And, you know, I want to connect to more people and a way to do that is through all the other social media channels, right? I know. And, I want to get you on Instagram so bad, dude. I want some, I want stories yeah. and so on the daily. It's, it's kind of, that's probably a little bit of a mental block for me because I've been so opposed to it in the past. And I've seen so many people literally change the person that they are because of those things. And they get mm -hmm. caught up in things that are on there because the majority of the content that's on there is not trying to improve you. It's um, trying to get, get clicks and make money. I will say that there's, there's some good out there too. And oh, there is for sure. It's, it's a really, um, it's a really powerful method of reaching a large audience. I don't think you and I've talked about this. I don't think we know how powerful a tool it is and the extent to which it's been used for the past 20, 30, 40 years. But there's good and evil in this world. I'm not saying it's necessarily been all evil up until now, but it could be better and there could be more good uh, coming across that media. Um, and I think it's out there if you go look for it and find it. Right. I mean, it's definitely a personal limiting belief that I have about the social media platforms. And so it has created that feeling for me. And so it's just a process for me to get over that and just not even think about it because it has nothing to do with me. It's just how I've been, you know, my viewpoint on it, I guess you could say. And yeah. And looking back to where that viewpoint starts is something I will have to look into because I, I really can't pinpoint that at the moment. But anyway, it's just overall interesting to look at what you're consuming, what you're doing, seeing yourself having chemical responses to things that you don't even know that you're having them and then having conversations with people and they, you, you can go out and have 20 conversations with 20 different people and they will repeat something that is, that yes, you know, mm -hmm. yep. and 
it's it's just a commonality thing and people want to be accepted and people are so interesting outside of the echo chamber once you get them to move past that and start talking to you about what they're passionate about it's a whole different ball game they're totally different people but we're so conditioned to walk tight ropes and only talk about certain things that you know there's just that's what we need everybody to be aware of you know it's not just us being aware of it but the more people that become aware the more it opens up let me let me ask you this on the the average conversation that you have with someone is um you know nonchalant doesn't really contain much substance what what would someone have to say to you if they um like if they came up to you and you were expecting like the normal chit chat, but they like caught you off guard with something. What would be something that would like that someone could say to you and you'd be like, what's this, what's this person's deal? These, this, this guy's different or this, this girl's different, you know? Like if they're like, Ooh, I like your energy, you know, or, uh, Oh my God, my, like, I don't even know what it would be. My mind is, Matt, are you just coming up with like safes for me to crack here? Or what's the deal? Cause I have no, no I just, idea. I just think I, like if you're, if you're used to having, you know, conversation with people and you know, they're, they're talking about new story a, yeah. um, you know, what would they, what would they have to say to you for you to know that that's not something that they're, that they're well, into? It's just, you know, when you, when you meet somebody that starts talking about their passions, maybe they love to fly or they love to parachute or they love to, you know, uh, kayaking, you know, once you get to something that they're passionate about, then their demeanor changes, the way that they talk to you changes, everything changes about that person in that moment because they're not focused on something that they actually, or actually is not part of their reality only because it is a manufactured part of their reality that they're speaking into existence and working with other people to create that reality. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's, it's mind bending for sure, because that sounds to me, if I were looking at this from the outside and I just started hearing about it, there's things about it that I question, you know, well, why would, why would this happen or who, why would anybody do that? Why would anybody want to do that? I don't understand. You know, that's, I think of the questions that the person may ask when I'm talking to them about the law of attraction, spirituality, that kind of thing. And so I try to be, you know, uh, cognizant, cognizant, cognitive. Yeah. I think everyone knew what you meant the first time. Cognitive. <laughs> Somehow Um, it's getting, it's getting worse the more you try to say. Yeah. So not that word. So not that word at all. I just try to, I just, I just try to be aware of their feelings before I just start laying it on them. Um, Because I know that it's something that I could be talking to somebody and they've never heard this in their life for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. And I'm telling them something, they don't know who I am. And so you just have to be, uh, you know, you have to make it a compelling argument for them without arguing with them. You know what I'm saying? You have to think of the the roadblocks that they could come up with in their mind when I say, 
you create your own reality that everything is wonderful right now. We're living in the best time to be living because that's always now, right? And it's so, the only time to, that you're yeah, alive is right now. And, and, and when you say to somebody, hey, you don't have to be upset about what happened 20 years ago. That's something that's no longer exists anywhere except in your mind. So if you're able to release that or you're able to change how the event played out, that's the only event that actually was because it's only within you that that event lives. I want to get to the real question I have for you on this podcast. Okay. On this episode, it's actually the title of the episode, but we haven't gotten there yet. Are you an ignore your reality guy or do you think it's impossible to ignore your reality when we're talking about the law of attraction? Where do you fall? Because I think there's two types of people. Um, So I'm curious which one you are. Well, like, do you think it's possible or do you think it's impossible and it just stands in your way? I don't think I'm ignoring my reality. I think I'm creating my reality. So when I remove myself from certain thoughts or beliefs or uh, media or whatever it is, if I'm not looking for them, that then I'm not creating it. So I don't feel like I'm ignoring it. It just ceases to exist. Well, not even in relation to media. Let's say I'm living the life I don't want to live. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to manifest um, a new life. Do I, if I want to manifest correctly, do I need to focus on ignoring my current reality and, you know, living in the future? Or is that, is that impossible? And that's the, like the wrong way to go about uh, trying to manifest what you want. Oh, does that, yeah. Does that make I sense? Mean, ignoring circumstances for sure. Yeah, Uh, because if you're only looking at the physical side of things, then you're always going to only create the physical side of things going forward. Mm -hmm. So it's just a limitation not to ignore something that may feel like is the only way because that's closing off possibilities in a huge way. Um, Whether you, you know, it's just like if you were to manifest a new car, everyone is going to think of the path to get that car and they're not going to have any of the other possibilities or to win the lottery. It's like so many people will look at all of the numbers that go into winning the, the, the lottery and then they'll go buy a ticket. So you're mm. one, one trillion, whatever number combination and all that kind of stuff. So that personally is why I really don't focus on winning the lot- lottery as me because I don't even want to think about not thinking about how I think the lottery is set up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. It's like, that just doesn't seem like it's worth my time to unlearn that, but maybe it is, but I have learned that there's no doubt that the importance of money in this reality is fading, but also money is energy and it can flow to you as with as much ease as you want, or it can be as difficult as you make it. So it's really up to you to make that decision. 
But when things really boil down to it, the things that we have, the places that we go, the things that make that enjoyable are the people that are around us and the feeling that we get being with those people when we're in doing those things or being at that place. It's really has nothing to do with the physical item and everything to do with the energy that we're putting off and the energy that we're receiving back from the people that we're around. Whew. Talk about flow. My other camera died right in the middle because I haven't charged it in a while. Let me, so I had someone, so I, I went, I was doing some research, how I always do just online looking. And yeah. I read, I went to one, one website where it was like, it's impossible to ignore your reality. By doing that, you're simply just pushing your manifestation further away because, mm. um, you either, um, it, it won't work because there's just too many variables, but you don't believe the goal is possible. You need mm -hmm. it too urgently. Um, your desire for the new reality is too intense or your dislike for your current reality is too intense because of all that. You're going to focus on the wrong thing and you're not going to be able to manifest properly. And then I went to yeah. this other website and I want to give her credit. It's awakenyourimagination.com. I love how there's just so many random websites out there you know almost like the unscrewed mind it's just ev everyone has a website and they're writing about this stuff it's really cool she says that you constantly re uh, create and your current reality I, th I thought this was really good so i wrote down word for word your current reality is your external world um it is the shadow of your past assumptions so the life you're living right now you manifested years ago. Mm -hmm. The life you're wanting to lead X amount of years from now, you're manifesting in this moment. And we know from reading Neville that the way you do that is by getting quiet and assuming what that life's going to feel like and start doing that now. If you start doing that now, it's kind of a long-term thing, but you'll get to where you're going and you're, start, you're starting to create that reality somewhere in the quantum and it's on its way to you right. isn't that um i think you you've talked you've you've said that before on this podcast that um you're living the life you've manifested uh but i never heard of it like as the shadow or as like the right. remain of um you know what you manifested so far i just thought that was really cool oh yeah and it's the thing is is not only are you living what you did manifest, but your the manifestation that you're working towards now, your new goal, whatever whatever word you want to use for what's to come, is only not here visually now because of the limitations that you have set in your mind about how long it could take. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody is thinking that a car can appear in their driveway with nothing, you know. Come on. Are you are you okay? I'm trying to crap out a car. It's not working. Oh, okay. So anyway, <laughs> it's just like everything is you can see that like the walls are created for us. 
and you have to remove those walls to be able to truly go where you want to go. Um, and it's just so much oppositeness of what we learn throughout our lives. And it's, um, it's so freeing for your mind to not be locked into the walls that have been created for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Unscrewed Mind. Now, if you heard something that you know someone else needs to hear, share the show. If something in this episode gave you an aha moment, give us a review. And if you haven't been to our YouTube or our Instagram or our TikTok account, check us out. We are everywhere at The Unscrewed Mind. Now, go out and do something great.